All right, here we go. This is Get Fit Radio. Marcus Smith in his house because we're coming to you from Engine Gym, home of Inner Fight. Absolutely. Another week has passed us by and lots and lots and lots of stuff going on, especially we had the Eid holidays in there as well. And for some people, a super, super long weekend to get out and about. And maybe we'll hear a little bit more about the weekend that we had later on. But that was that was a whole heap of fun. But it's back to the grindstone, isn't it? Back to the long week, five days, halfway through, couple to go. <laughs> you know what? I, I As I came into Engine Gym today... Yeah, extraordinary number of people working out, and I couldn't help but think they'd had a great week. Yeah, they decided, okay, yeah. I've now got to go into the gym, and ne- so you're going to hear some people dropping weights in the back. Yeah. You're going to hear some people moving, skipping. You're going to hear music. Yeah. There's a lot going on. And here. we we do talk about the weather, probably a little bit too much, but this country revolves around the weather. It's too hot. We can't do this. It's too cold to go to the beach. Whatever. But this time of year, and we've seen it, like you said, after the Eid holidays. Everyone's back. People are here now preparing for the season. The temperature is fantastic. People want to get fit. People want to get out and about. And there is no better time to do it. And the amount of ocean-going companies, should we call them that? Yeah. The guys that go out and do stuff in the ocean, they're really, really ramping up now. And I guess you'll be getting your stand-up paddleboard out hey, quite I was soon. Out. I was already out, and it was fantastic. So The w- water cooled down a bit? It's still warm, but it's still, warm. It's still doable. Doable. Yeah. It's, but for you, it's been doable all, all It never all changes. <laughs> <laughs> it never changes. You sweat a little bit more, you put the camel back on, yeah. and you're into it. Yeah. Hey, so no excuses for James. Marcus, let's let's follow up a little bit on last week. And if you missed yeah. the show, <laughs> Dubai1038.com forward slash nightline. Go check out the podcast. Yeah. We spoke a little bit about organics. Yeah. And, and uh, that we, is a Pandora's box. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I was going to say it differently. I think we ruffled a few feathers in a certain way. Yeah. In, in, in a certain way. In in quite a positive way. We've had you've had some feedback. I've had some feedback. You tweeted something to me a few days ago. Great stuff. Growing your own herbs and stuff. Now, I I want to ask you the question this time because okay. we've Go often spoken about and the people that have been listening to us for for a while will know your great habits. You're a juicer. Right. You recycle everything. Yeah. And you grow Anything you can. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So basically, if you're if you are juicing, everything comes out the back, and there, yeah. and that is either you throw it into the rubbish bin, yeah. or people do do some some composting. But there, a lot of folks are a little bit worried about the smell. It can attract right. a, fit, a bit of flies. People are scared about other vermin, rats, and mice, and <laughs> and things. We so, start living so you, you know, obviously, if you're doing that, you you do have to make sure that you're putting in place systems that are going to look out for yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And and does composting smell? It can for a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, if you've got the space, make sure you put it out into an, an area where it's well ventilated. Or there right. are a bunch of different composters that you can buy that can be kept indoors. So those, right. those become interesting as well. Um, what I tend to do then, once I've got the compost and I, I start using it, is I, a, I, I plant some of my own seeds and I also will go to the fruit and veg market or the, the plant souk and look for uh, plants that they've grown already. Right. And right. those could be eggplants. Those could be lots of, lots, of, lots of stuff going on in here. Those could, those could be tomato plants. Those could be herb plants. Those could be beans. There's all sorts of things, A, that they, they sell pre-grown. Yeah. And, and I do my own seeds. Right. So you 
essentially self-sufficient in a lot of ways. I don't get the quantity that I actually need. So <laughs> that's because you juice so this much. This is this is a you know a challenge and. Also, because of the growth cycle, like right now is a good time to start planting right. seeds and get going. Yeah, and the the weather here is it's key for that. And and this is some of the the questions that we've had through is what can I do to pro- promote my own organic yeah. lifestyle? What can I do? And and this is the first thing, like James was just saying, what you can do is you can get out and get your own seeds. Now is actually a perfect time of year. It is. You can plant your own stuff. You can plant your own tomatoes. All of your herbs basically will grow here, yep. especially right now. So, well, we're getting to the point where germination works very well with this heat. Yeah, maybe you're probably a couple of weeks out still, but you yep. can start some of it indoors, right? And it works well, and it works really well. So, you can get fruits, some fruits, some vegetables. Yeah. You can't grow everything here. You can get a lot of herbs, and you can actually treat them yourself. So, if, if you're saying I can't get stuff, everything's treated with pesticide. Actually, you can get stuff from literally your own backyard. Yeah. One step further than that, if you don't have the time nor the inclination, and some people don't have a backyard or enough space indoors, we're actually seeing now a lot of local organically grown stuff yeah. in supermarkets, uh, stuff that's that's from UAE farms down in Abu Dhabi, some stuff from Oman that's actually organically or claiming to be organically grown, and it comes in a lot of small quantities in the supermarket. So stuff will come in and it'll go out quickly, which often gives us the feeling that actually it's in short supply because they're perhaps <laughs> treating it in the right way. We, yeah. th- th- there's always a few presumptions that, we're, that we have to make, but that's something that you can, you can 100% straight get involved in. So on the fruit and vegetable side, you can get into cleaner, less pesticides relatively easily. And a lot of the supermarkets now are are really going down that route as well. well you, and you take it one step further because sitting in front of me right now yeah. is a what, what, are we, what am I looking at? Beetroot. Here? It's a beetroot and pomegranate. Pomegranate juice. Yeah. So just, if you get if you go and get the organic beetroots yep. and the organic pomegranates, you know, and and I I would take it one step further. Look, even if it's not organic, these yeah. these two pieces of fruit. Yeah. Uh, or one of them maybe being a vegetable. Yeah. But even if they're not organic, you haven't now when you've juiced them, you yeah. haven't added in a whole bunch of extras. This is this was the second point I wanted to come on to is. Let's check what's been added in and what we're adding in. I was in a restaurant the other day. The offer was uh, this fresh mint and lime juice. Yeah. Would you like it with sugar, sir? Like, <laughs> come on, guys. Let's help ourselves here. Because this is the thing as well. We can fight for organic. We can fight for clean eating. We can fight for no pesticides, the full nine yards. But then what happens if we go and this stuff, it doesn't taste overly – it's not sweet. A lot of it's bitter. Yeah. Your, your fresh lemon or lime with mint is quite bitter. But don't add sugar to it because you're killing the fact that you got it fresh. And, and well, and that, that's the whole thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So you, you've now negated the fact that you've got your organics because you've gone and added because all the Because you've added to it. To it. So that's, that's really the second point here. You can grow your own. Secondly, the stuff that you do get fresh from supermarkets or even from your own patch – Please stop adding bad stuff to it. There's no point in getting great organic vegetables and then putting on a jar of Caesar salad dressing yeah. that's just absolutely <laughs> loaded with stuff. So that's kind of, you know, that's that's the things to look out for there. And then a lot of people have, have written into and, and asked me about the meats. Yeah. Now, what can we do about meats? Now, a lot of a lot of issues here around chicken. A lot yeah. of issues around yeah. chicken. A lot of questions around chicken. Guys, if a chicken breast is bigger than your hand, 
the single breast, then it's probably not real good for you. It's probably had thickener put in it. It's probably had all sorts of stuff put in it. And we don't necessarily know, but the chickens could have had hormone treatments to make them grow faster. Well, this is this is a big issue that we're constantly struggling with in our own home because yeah. we'll go back to North America and we'll get chicken wings, and those things are the size of, of coming from small turkeys. Mm-hmm. You buy chicken wings here, they are tiny. Yeah. And so the, the constant question is, well, how can that how be? so different? And you know, the, the first thing I start looking at is saying, well, okay, well, where are they coming from? What yeah. kind of treatment's being done yeah. to them? What have they been fed? What other additional elements have been added into yeah. this is where the you, process? And fair play to a lot of the supermarkets here now. A lot of, the, a lot of them show the ingredients. In, in Europe, in the States, there's obviously very, very strict laws here. We're yeah. a slightly less developed market, should we say, in this. Food choices are increasing all the time. Previously, we haven't seen a lot of things uh, mentioned on the packet. Now we're seeing it. Just flip the packet over. You can do it by sight, though. You don't have to. And there is a guideline. If you, sure. If you don't know what the ingredient is, then it's probably not good for you. Yeah. That's, you know, to a certain extent. And this is, But this is part of the problem when we go out shopping is we want that big, giant yeah. hunk, chunk this, of meat. This hunk is chunk. the thing. A hunk of chunk. A chunk of meat. And, <laughs> and this is the thing. And this is why I started on chicken because... The guideline for chicken is if it's, it should fit within the palm of your hand. So you should be able to sort of close your hand around it, and that should be about the size of your chicken breast. If it's a lot bigger, then you want to be flipping the pack over, yeah. having a look what's on it and what's added to it. Generally on fish, we don't see too many issues on fish. No one's really asking too much about fish. We're seeing a lot of fresh fish coming in. We don't see a lot of hormones added to fish. It's not as easy to do the, so, the only issues that come about and this is where if you go back again to the reading is fish farmed products yeah. versus versus wild products and there's yeah, a lot there's a lot of debate out there yeah, and yeah you know, and you know that's where you, you you have to check and you can be super super cautious and you can yeah. check where it was farmed and dial it back and dial it back and dial it back open water fish Again, if you get open water fish, a lot of the time they could be a lot, a lot cleaner, the, the farming. Yeah. But it's a little bit conflicting. But generally, what we've seen is that fish counters are serving fresh fish and things are not too bad on that front. Then you have to jump to meats. Meats, again, organic, not organic, grass-fed, grain-fed. There's lots of different choices out there. Yeah. If you can get an organically farmed meat, no matter what sort of meat you're looking at, then, then you're in the zone. And, and some countries like New Zealand and Australia, they've got some very strict guidelines, especially absolutely, New Zealand. Absolutely. And, and so when you look at that meat that's being imported, you might try that versus yeah. something that's coming from the U.S. and say, oh, it tastes a lot different. 100%. Well, different issues with respect to what can actually be included in the feed. Yes, in, 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 in the feed and what they're eating, the yeah. ground that they're eating off. Are we feeding them grains? Yes, if it's grain-fed, it's going to taste a lot different. If it's grass-fed, it's going to taste something different, which is more healthy. We believe that the grass-fed is a lot more healthy because we want to stay away from the grains. So all of these small things as well. And then definitely, definitely look at how lean your meats are as well. There's a lot of fat kicking around in, in, yeah. in, in the meats. And also in the low-fat meats, you see a lot of low-fat lamb mints, low-fat uh, beef mints as well. Just be a little bit careful there as well what, what the low-fat actually means. So and, if you had, if you had to tie definitely. this all together... Marcus, how would you do it? If, if I had to tie it together, try and get grown your own grown vegetables, fruits and vegetables. Look for the organic in store. Don't add stuff to it. On the meat side, lean meats, small chicken breast, fish, get involved in it. There you go. Nightline at 
dubaii1038.ae if you've got questions. That's how you can get them to us, and we're going to come back with Ask Marcus. Get Fit Radio, Marcus Smith joins us every week at this time, and we like to sort of unpack your questions. <laughs> Nightline at dubaii1038.ae is one way to get those questions to us. Winning at innerfight.com as well, and of course, through all the regular means. And we get to them in a week's time. There's one week lag in our getting your questions on And some air. really good stuff coming through the last few weeks as well interesting questions that are following on it's funny people are actually listening to us yeah it's good it's well good. And, we appreciate and we will well. continue to talk about organics and continue to talk yeah. about food because when we go through this whole idea of getting yourself into shape getting yourself into a regime getting yourself into that lifestyle change yeah part of it is is movement Part of it is what you eat. Part yeah. of it is how much you sleep. Part right. of it is what you do when you're not doing your exercise and doing your eating, etc. All the other hours of the day. It's yeah. putting it all together. So. But th- that's a good point as well. And if people do have ideas on where they found something, especially like we are talking about in the last segment, where they found some good food, share, share it with us. And we'll, th- share th- it. and we'll share it. That, that's the most important thing. I love it when people tweet us or drop us a mail and we're then able to share that information. Listen, I don't visit and our team doesn't visit and check on every single supermarket in the UAE yep. on what food's around. So if you find something... Please don't be greedy. Yeah. Don't keep it all for yourself. <laughs> well, and the other the other side is you and I both do quite a bit of this. You're you're on Instagram, you're yep. on Twitter, you're on Facebook, Absolutely. and you're posting up things that you find. Yeah. I'll find things. Sometimes they contradict totally with what we've been talking yeah. about. And I'll Which post I them like up. those the most. And from and that Canadian newspaper, yeah, the Global <laughs> Mail. And and often we'll find things from other sites that we'll post up as well. That yeah. just give a, a another take. A load of different, fitness. yeah, a load of different ideas and information as well. And and that that's how it's things are going to get a lot better. The only problem is is when you post something up and everyone goes and buys it and then the next time you go to buy it, it's not available yeah. because it's sold out. But, but that's okay. <laughs> we, we'll deal with that in a positive way. We hope that the supermarkets will stock what we like. So Let's let's head right into a very typical question and a reoccurring question about motivation. Yeah. And there's, there's two parts to this because you got one part yeah. in and I got a different part in. The part that I got in was someone who is stressed at work Yep. And they need to be working out, but they're so stressed at work that they're finding it hard to yep. motivate to get out into the gym. Difficult. Really, really difficult. And we've seen this one quite a bit. Work really hard. Family life's really tough. I know I would need to be going to the gym. I'm looking down at my waistline. It's not looking great. And so and so it goes on and on. The first thing is, first is the gym and the movement in the gym might be the last thing that you attack. Let's go to the bottom of the pyramid. Let's attack your food. Let's attack your sleep. And let's attack the movement that you can be doing during the day. Well, so, and so often people go right for the gym. They don't go think right of the, the other gym. things. Yeah. And if you, if you think about it, there's a simple equation here. We're going to work out maybe three times a week. Yep. So that's three hours in the gym or doing the exercise outdoor. Hopefully you'll be getting outdoors now. It's cooling down. It might take you half an hour, 20 minutes to get there. Let's put half an hour, half an hour to get home. That's two hours each time. Plus the other two times you do it, that's six hours. So you've just suddenly had to, in your busy schedule, you just suddenly had to create an extra six hours. That's nearly a working day. That's a lot that, for some people. That's a lot. And that, that itself can be discouraging. That can be hugely discouraging. And you set a target to say, okay, I'm going to go three times this week. There's still only 24 hours in the day. I'm going to go three times this week. And by the second time, you just literally cannot fit in. The kids need picking up from school. The boss needs an extra report. The wife needs to be taken out. Maybe. Fancy that. You know, something might, like this might happen. So if that's your situation, you, for me, 
The motivation comes in feeling better, from sleeping better, from eating better、mm. to start with. And you've got to look at it on your time planner. A lot of people will say, okay, one hour, one hour, three days a week, no problem. Let's look at your time planner first. Let's look at what time you're going to go to bed, what time you're going to go up. And, and we do this a lot with people. People say, okay, I want to come and see the classes, I want to come、yep. and see a trainer four or five times a week, but I'm stressed at work, I'm traveling a lot, and the list goes on. And the first thing we do, we, we just want to look at their time planner for the week because is this feasible for you? Is it going to work? If it can't fit into that, then as I said, we're going to attack things on the bottom level because there is nothing worse than planning those three sessions, being fired up, knowing what you're going to do, and then it just doesn't work. You、yeah. just, there's just, it's so, so demotivating. What you have to understand first off on this path to feeling better and performing better is that that movement in the gym might be at the top of the pyramid. It might be the last、ah, thing.、Okay. Understand what's happening at the base, understand your food, understand your rest and recovery, understand your basic movement during the day. Don't sit down all day. And we've been over this so many times, people, but you have to keep moving around the office. They're the first things you need to have a look at, especially if you're time poor. So that's, that really hits that question. And, and another side to it is, It's、simply, people turn around to me and say, How do, how do I get motivation?、Yeah. <laughs> you know, how do I create it? How, how do I maintain it? Is、how、there do, a magic I, box <laughs> I can buy that can、Isn't、sit it, on my desk and it's going it, to motivate me? It's going to motivate me to. And this really, you have to dial back to. And this is the coolest, coolest part of performance, of getting more out of your body and more out of your life, is that essentially it's a blank piece of paper.、Yeah. On that blank piece of paper, pick up your pen, your pencil, your highlighters. Some people are really creative, some people aren't. There's mind maps, there's all sorts of different ways of, of doing it, depending on how your brain works. Sit down and put on that piece of paper what you want. What do you want to do? Where do you want to get to? And that might be, that could be anything from, from running a marathon to an Ironman to just losing five kilos. If you don't know, and this is, this is the basis of our goal setting, if you don't know what the goal is, where you're going to, then The chances of you staying motivated is zero because when it gets hard, there's no reason. And I sum this up just by using the simple three letter word why.、Mm. Why are you doing it? Why are you going to the gym? Why, why, why? And that's really, if you don't understand the why, then when things get hard, when time's tight, when you're stressed, when you're tired, You just won't do it. So be clear on exactly why be, you're doing it. Keep、yeah. that forefront. Put it on the mirror. Put it on、exactly. your car dash. Put, put it, it everywhere. And tell, tell the right people. We say share your goals. Share the goals with, with the right people.、Yeah. You know, if, you, if you tell your sales colleague that you're going to be the salesman of the month this month, do you expect any support from him at all? <laughs> Probably not. You know, if you tell your、yeah. wife that you're going to be sales, salesman of the month this month and you're going to bring loads of money home and we can go on a nice holiday, well, she's going to give you every single bit of support that she can.、Yeah. So just, just be a little bit careful. When you've got the big goal, then start to break it down. We need little bits of motivation along the way. Let's look at a weight loss one 10 kilos. We want to, we, if we only celebrate when we get the 10 kilos and we only enjoy it when we get the whole 10 kilos off, then that could take us up to 10 weeks, which, which is quite a long time.、Yeah. But if we understand along the way what are the little, how are we going to chip away with it? Is it one kilo a week? Is it two kilos a week? Then we can have mini goals in place. And then when we've got the mini goals, micro goals in place. Well, no, I didn't have the donuts today. No, I didn't put the milk and sugar in my、yeah. mochaccino or whatever it's called. 
you know, they're the small goals in place. So we've got the big goal is 10 kilos. We've got the smaller goals, which is one to two kilos a week. And then we've got some micro goals. The micro goals, avoid this, have more of this good stuff, organic like we were talking about before, or healthy, healthy food. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be organic. These are the smaller goals. That right there is motivation. Hmm. That's how you've created it. You've understood what you want to get to. You've understood how you're going to get there. So if there's any any chance you start to say to yourself, why am I doing it? What's the point? Well, then you dial back and you can have a look straight at your plan. My plan is 10 kilos weight loss. My mini goals look like this. My micro goals look like that. And that's. And I guess that's. I think that's something that a lot of people don't do. They don't no, have the mini goals, no. and they definitely don't have the micro they don't, goals. They you know, don't, what's my goal for this week? Yeah, or today, or the yeah, next today. hour, or for this meal, or yeah. you know, all of these things. And it is. It's not only we 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 do talk a lot about weight loss, sure, fat loss, because that's that's a lot in demand. A lot of people we're we're an obese population. And we seem to equate it with fitness. Yeah, and it comes with fitness, but. People, we have to look at this on all levels as well. We have to look at this not only on our, how our bodies look and, and how overweight we are or how slim we are, but why can't we use the same application if you want to run a marathon? Why can't you use the same application, like I just said before, if you want to be salesman of the month? If you want to be salesman of the month and sell $100,000 that month, then you've pretty much got to start on day one. Yeah. You know, And if you break it up, well, how many dollars is it? How many clients is it? Per, how many dollars is it per client? And then it's quite simple because you've got 30 clients and you only have to go and get $10,000 from one client, for example. There you go. They're the micro goals. So it's not only, we're not talking about stuff here that's only related to fat loss. This is an application of goal setting, main, creating, keeping, and having ongoing motivation through what you're doing. Because then the, the tough times, whether it's in the sales office, don't want to go to work today. Well, if I miss today, then I'm $10,000 behind. So I got to do $20,000 tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's and then very, at that point, you're never going to do it. You're and never going like, to do it. I give it. up. Yeah. And this is the thing as well. And if you say, okay, it's $100,000 in the month or it's 10 kilos in 10 weeks, if you don't start for the first four weeks, or the yeah. first half of the month, then your chances of getting your target are going to be behind. And this is this is often what we're doing. So it's, it's really just applying business, basic business principles that many many people are living in yep. to your own to your own lifestyle. And and this is the thing, isn't it? Why crazy? Don't, why don't people do why that? Don't people you, I know you said this over and over <laughs> why again. Why don't people do it? <laughs> you know, how many times do you miss your budget at work? And, and some people will be. You know, and we're not all salespeople, I know. Sure. But oh, how many times do you fail to create a good marketing campaign? It can apply in so many different areas. Of, of people's working lives, well, the, chan- the chances are, are, are low. Yeah. But how many times do we slip up in our own personal life related to, it could be related to relationships, it could be related to how our body looks, feels, and performs. Yeah. It's insane. You know what you're talking about when you talk about doing this for fitness? You're just talking about a strategic plan. Yeah. And how many companies <laughs> don't have a, a, yeah. a one-year, a three-year, a five-year, a ten-year strategic exactly. plan? Exactly. What? And that's the question to the listeners now. What's your one three, five, 10, 15, 20 year strategic plan for your body. What is your body going to be looking like in 20 years? And if you don't have one, now is the time now to start. The time to get one. There we go. <laughs> uh, Marcus Smith, innerfight.com. We're talking about your health. This is Get Fit Radio. All right, Marcus Smith, innerfight.com. This is Get Fit Radio. Marcus, last week, Anna Roberts and I were talking on air with Tim. Oh right at the end of one oh of <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking right at the end of one of their shows, and it was filling in on uh, Drive Live. Right. Say that five. Drive Live. Drive, yeah. drive Live at five. 
I think it does start at five. Yes, excellent. Isn't That's that nice? Right so, there. so Anna was talking about inner fight, and she was talking about yep. functional movements. And an SMS came in and said, James, isn't every movement a functional movement? How do you define functional movements? I disagree with that. Not every movement is a functional movement. We see a lot of movements that are that are people are put into that are not normal and not functional. And this, come, this must come down to some of the machines then yeah. that we also see people. A, a lot of m- machines in the gym that are not overly... Yeah, if you look, what's the definition of functional? What's the definition of movement? Every movement functions. Like, there's a function to it. Yeah. What we're talking about really is getting people better at movements that they're doing every day by getting them to do those movements. You stand up, and we come back to this a lot, the squat, you stand up, you sit down, you stand up, you sit down, you're squatting, what are you engaging? Okay, let's make you stronger at that. Is Is your chest dropping forward? Is your back straight? Are your shoulders rounded in? Are your knees coming together? Does it hurt? And I've done some... Casual research, let's call it. Yeah. I've asked a lot of people, and when 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 I've done talks, and I'll get people to stand up. I, I'd have a room of two or three hundred people talking to them. Stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down. By the fourth or fifth time, they're laughing at me, wondering what on earth I'm talking about. And then you say to them, "Does that hurt anyone? Or is anyone out of breath?" And I don't even people don't even have to put their hands up. You can see, <laughs> you can see the that they're out of breath. So I've just asked you to stand up and sit down four or five times. That's it. A lot of people have grabbed hold of something in front of them. They've yeah. pushed off the arm of a chair or off the table. They cannot get off their butt and back down safely on their own. That's a real problem for me. That's a mm. real problem for us as a race. Have you got pain in your knees? To stand up, you've got pain in your knees. Wow. We're in, we're in a tough situation. So that's, for me, that's a real functional movement. Another, another, other things like being able to carry your bag, being able right. to carry your groceries, being able to move furniture around your house, being able to lift up a chair properly. How many times do we see people get injured? I've, I've put my back out. Yeah. Like, what on earth does that mean? Like, you know, where, where have you put, okay, we understand that something's gone a little bit wrong, but what's happened is that you've tried to pick something up in a terrible, terrible position and your back's just, something's popped out. Hmm. Something's just not, you know, and why is this happening? So functional movements are really those movements that, that mimic the that, things that we that do on an everyday. mimic the things that we do every day. So, and that's, we often look, okay, if we want to really target something and we see a muscle that's in a place that's hard to get to with a compound movement, you know, we yeah. really break it down and, and get really specific on that. But when we say functional movements, we want to look at stuff that you're doing every day. To me, a pull-up is not a functional movement. I do not often have to pull myself up. I do when I'm young, but there's not a real big demand. And this is one of the skills that we have as as a baby when we're trying to jump out of our cots sure. that we don't really use a great deal now unless I'm I'm running through people's gardens jumping over walls and causing havoc like that that's not an overly functional movement and we, we do teach people that and it's good to be able to handle your own body weight in that way but what we're looking at here is being able to live properly being able to get out of bed how do you get up in the morning do you get out of bed and oh it's just so painful you know are we able to carry the groceries in are we able to move that table to lift that chair these things are when we say getting people ready to do stuff in life they're the things that are getting done in life and 
Every movement is functional. Every movement provides a function. But there's a lot of a lot of machines that'll put you in positions that you would just never really get into in general life. Let's jump back into the inbox, Marcus, and question asking which program is right for me. Yeah. This is this is huge. There is so much out there. We yeah. we put out a program Five days a week, it's free, it's over on the site on innerfight.com. You can download it every week. There's PDFs, there's everything there. We teach a slightly different program because we're the program that we put out, we we kind of understand that people can do it on their own. Then when right. we teach people, we can teach people in a different way. Within any health club, we've got different programs. You've got body pump, you've got body compact, you've combat, you've got TRX classes, you've got yoga classes. What's right for me? And we get this all the time. Now, it dials back to what we're speaking about previously in the previous segment before we went to the ads. Is what do you want to achieve? Yeah. Is what we're teaching great for everyone? I believe it can benefit a mass population in a number of ways. But not if you want to be able to do a scorpion in yoga. Right. Because we're not teaching you to do that. As a result of our training, we could we could get you to that, especially if you went to someone one-on-one, then of course we can get you to that. But if your goal is that, you've got to pick a program that does it. Mm. So, But the problem that we have is that people do not set out by... They don't start out by setting their goals. Like we were talking about in the last segment, they don't understand where they want to get to and they don't understand what it takes on the way. So they'll so go, once you know your goals, then you can then start you, looking at yeah, the variety of programs can, and say, yeah. which one is going to meet exactly. my, end, my end game? Exactly. And it, and it might change. It's not a big deal. You might want to run a 10K in two months' time. So go and get a program that teaches you running. Yeah, okay. If... if that's where you're at. Do you think part of the problem is people want this all-inclusive program, something that's going to fit everything they this, do? This is the biggest problem, is that people want to have a six-pack. People want to feel good. People want to have firm thighs and butts. People yeah. want to, you know, they want all of these different things and they want them all at once. And to have donuts for breakfast, nice sandwich for dinner and a cake yeah. afterwards. This is, this is the main <laughs> problem. The, the problem that we see and, and people will say, well, is your program right for me? I don't know. I really don't know. What I want to know, and this is what happens. People contact us a lot. I want to come and try your classes. I just write back and ask them why. Please don't write to us and tell us you want to come without telling us what you want out of it because we're yeah. never going to be able to help you. Someone's going to say you shoot yourself in the foot by doing that, though. Absolutely. And and a lot of people will say, no, okay, no, thanks, or we, we won't get a reply back. But that's okay because yeah. – it's impossible, we believe in setting goals, we believe in supporting people to get through their goals. It's impossible for us as, as, as a company, as a fitness company, for our trainers, whether it's one-on-one or within classes, to deliver someone's goals if we don't know them. Hmm. I can't help you to hit a target you don't have. A lot of people will, will write back and they'll say, I want to get fit. And we'll write yeah. back and say, well, what's fitness? You know, and, and, and it, yes, sometimes we lose business and it goes, it goes back and forward and people get frustrated. But yeah. what would be the point in me saying, yes, James, come along? Hmm. I, you know, you've, you, you've heard us. We chat on the radio. You like what we're saying. Want to come along? Okay, James, come along. Then, then what happens? Yeah. Then we, of course you'll enjoy it. It's fun. We're doing cool stuff. Like, and it's a fun environment. You've seen what's outside. Yeah. It's fun. People are doing stuff different. It's noisy. People are laughing. People are joking. It's fun. After a week, that fun will go down. And then you'll go back to what we were speaking about before, is people will start to ask, why am I doing it? What am I getting from it? Yep. You know, and we'll help people. We'll say, okay, is it, do you want to lose fat? Do you want to get stronger? Do you want to get faster? And there's all these different things that, that we can offer. 
But if you don't know already, then who knows what program's good for you? Yeah. And and then then people the other side of the coin is people say oh, I've been following this program for six weeks. It's amazing. It's the best program in the world. You've got to get on it. Okay, what happened to you? Well, I lost six <laughs> kilos, but I don't need to lose any kilos. Yeah. So for me, it's gonna is it is it gonna be good? If it's only a weight loss program, what did it do? And then there's another program that's out there, and it got a guy to a 35 minute 10k. I don't want to run 10k in 35 <laughs> minutes. So yeah, it's the best program in the world for you. And this is what we speak about when we speak about fitness and fitness goals is that it's all so personal to the individual. Mm. But if the individual doesn't understand what they want and also why, that's the motivation we spoke about before, then it's absolutely pointless. It's like a diet plan. They're all, they're, they're, there's some great plans out there and, and people, you've probably tried it and please don't write and abuse me and tell me that your program was awesome because <laughs> I know your program was awesome. If you've, if you've got the motivation to write and tell me that it worked, yeah. I believe you. I know it worked. It's cool. It was worth the money. It was worth your time yeah. and I'm happy that you're happy. It's the same thing. Lots of people are very happy going to yoga. There you go. But if you don't know that you want to get better at yoga and to be able to do that scorpion or that headstand, handstand, all of the great poses they do within yoga, and I don't know any more of them, that's why I've said that, then <laughs> you have to you have to know exactly what you want. So that's that's the right program. And I encourage people, there's no the world of fitness, the world of performance is constantly evolving. There's new research that comes out. There's new ideas. We hang around a lot in gyms and we see things and we, we, we almost make up exercises. And we'll make up 10 exercises for one issue and one of them might work or zero of them might work. There's loads of different stuff coming out. Mm. If we can fix certain problems through certain exercises and certain approaches, that's great. Everybody's different. So everyone needs something different. There you go. So make so so really try to set out what you want to do, why you want to get involved in some form of activity yeah. and then look around and see, okay, and well, who's doing what? Yeah. Exactly. And maybe there's a combination. Maybe it's a trainer who's doing something. Maybe it's a gym yep. that's got a great program. If you're looking for an all-round program, there's lots of gyms that are offering those all-round things. Yeah. And, and in that case, when you start saying, well, which gym should I go to? Go check them out. There's a go whole bunch of different out. ones. They yeah. all, you know, the, the environments are different. The people there Absolutely. are different. Absolutely. And, and, and guys, be ruthless. Yeah. Be demanding. Ask questions. It's your, you're, ask questions. You're paying the money. You're paying the money. <laughs> you're the customer. It's your body. And this is a big problem I have. People entrusting people with their body and not really knowing what they're going to do to it. Ask a million questions. Be that guy. Be annoying because you deserve it. You deserve all of those answers and you're paying for them. This is Get Fit Radio. <laughs> this is Get Fit Radio. We're going to go back to the inbox. First question, Marcus, most challenging exercise, what would it be? <laughs> Walking. <laughs> what did we speak Walking. about in the last segment? Squatting. Yeah. For on, I, It's true. I did what I told you. 250, 300 people I was speaking to, yeah. stand up, sit down. Let's jump away from the real basic stuff. A lot of, uh, but let's not miss the fact that a lot of the real simple stuff is super challenging hmm. I can give you the biggest workout of your life almost I can make you incredibly tired I can make you ache tomorrow I can make you sweat a lot yeah. I can give you a good feeling of accomplishment and you'd leave here very happy but very tired and having ticked a lot of the boxes of the goals that would have gone through before obviously just messing around with your body weight hmm. squats push ups burpees, slow, fast, real fast, real slow, 
you, you can challenge yourself in so many different ways. What's cool though, and this is what I really encourage people to do, is to really focus on exercises and develop them as a skill. Uh, exercises as a skill? As a skill. Ah, okay. Getting up and down from your chair is a skill. Doing it perfectly every time, and I don't. I'm as guilty as everyone else out there. I try my hardest. But getting up and down out of that chair in a perfect squat with everything engaged, with your back in the right position, your chest up, breathing properly is a skill and an art form. Hmm. It, it really is. And a lot of exercises are. One that's great, and I encourage you not to try this at home unless you're supervised, unless you've done it before. But something that's really great, and this goes back to, to our yoga friends. I told you I like them. Is getting inverted getting upside down okay doing handstands doing headstands doing handstands leading into handstand push-ups leading into walking on your hands amazing amazing i was working with someone earlier today on this amazing sense of satisfaction frightening absolutely people are terrified you lose all sense of where you are you're upside down there's blood in your head oh my there's too much pressure on my neck i can't feel this i can't feel that when someone gets inverted, when someone gets a headstand, when someone gets a handstand push-up, when someone is able to start walking on their hands, the feeling they get, the feeling that you can see inside of them, the look in their eyes, this this almost like a kid waiting for his birthday or just got the best gift of his life is absolutely amazing. It's, it's hugely, hugely rewarding. Uh, we teach it a lot. We teach inversions quite a lot because of that incredibly safe if we go through the right procedures again that's a huge skill to be able to do it to to get upside down to be able to do a headstand to be able to do a handstand to be able to walk on your hands to be able to walk up and down stairs on your hands massive skills are they exercises as well absolutely for for me that's one of the most rewarding ones within within sort of the functional fitness that 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 we do there's things like olympic lifting that people love right there's also things like the the, the rings yeah. that you saw hung up uh, outside um muscle ups this kind right. of stuff but just these basic things simple simple things and and i can tell you stop looking for again stop looking for the ultimate answer start looking to the basic things if you could get in and out of your car better, if you could get off your chair better, if you could walk around the office better, if it was less demanding on, on you to carry your groceries, would you have a happier and healthier life? So following Pretty through much. on that, I want to get to this other question that's, that's been sent in about, again, losing the old belly. And this person <laughs> says, look, I'm, I'm eating well. They don't know for how long. And they, they're, they're wondering what type of exercise they should be thinking about. Yeah. In 70% of the cases where people tell me they're eating well and not losing weight, when we really look at it, that's not true, unfortunately. Yeah, okay. And, and I, don't, I don't want to be sure. rude to this person in, in any way, shape, or form. Just double-check that you you are eating well because a lot of the time you might be doing something that's not quite right. And it's not – in some cases, it could just be one thing. Yeah. It, if we jump back to the sugar example, if you're having four cups of coffee a day with one to two sugars in each, that's, a problem. that's killing you. That's, you that's sometimes it's just the losing. portion sizes as well. The portion sizes are all out of whack. All out of whack, yeah. So there could be some really, really basic things in your food. There's the other side of the coin which says, are you burning what you're eating? Right. You've got your basic metabolic rate. You could need two to 3,000 calories a day to stay alive. If you're eating too many and not burning them, then you're just you're simply putting too much petrol in your petrol tank. Yeah. And instead of overfilling 
petrol all over your shoes, your hand, and all over the forecourt that you wipe up, it just spills around your midriff. Yeah. And that's that's a problem that we see obviously quite a lot. Yeah. So ha- have a look at have a look at that. There's a lot of the time people use calories and and the balance of calories and in and out a little bit too a little bit too strictly. Yeah. In that they're really dominated. They count calories. They measure their food. They weigh everything, and then they don't get results and they start freaking out as well. Yeah. yeah. At the same time. There is a lot to be said about your calories and about what you are eating and what you shouldn't be eating or, or the level of calories. And like you said, a lot of that could come under portion control. And we, we've also fixed people like that. I'm eating great. You, you could be eating great, but you're just eating a little bit too much. Hmm. So, and that would, it is, it is frustrating as well. Yeah. This, this guy's obviously a little bit frustrated and it is frustrating. You need to, results motivate us a lot. So you yeah. need to sort of be on, on the right lines there. So just, just get someone to check your diet out. That's one of the Here's another things. one that, that fits around this and just asking this question, can, what else can I do during my downtime to help see more results? Heaps, really. Uh, and I, I mean, all I keep thinking about now is those functional movements. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm not in the exercise yeah. class. I'm not in a routine, but I can make sure that I'm doing a, a good squat when yeah. I'm getting up. Yeah, I can, couldn't you? Exactly. I can do some lunges as I'm going out of the it, office. It, I can just use the it, stairs instead of the elevator. Correct. All of those really, really, really simple things. Another cool challenge and again, it comes back to the squat, but we often see we often see a lot of the construction workers sat on the side of the road at at the bottom of the squat like that's that's yeah. a seated position i don't know how they do that exactly and they but do it for enormous lengths they, of time they, twenty minutes half an hour how do they do that how do they do that it's because they do it all the time and they've never stopped you look at a young child as well, baby to three, four, it's only when we can walk a lot and we learn how to sit in chairs properly that we stop doing it. But they can do it for ages as well. Yeah. So it's, it's again, it's a skill that we've had and that we've lost. So they've just never lost it. But yeah. that's a really cool thing as well. And I've challenged a few people. We get a lot of people that actually can't get up from a chair efficiently. And we start, start to say to them, accumulate five minutes a day at the bottom of the squat position. Just sit there. And if right now you can only do it for five seconds and it's agonizing, it's it's yeah. just absolutely unbearable, then five seconds. Accumulate five minutes in five-second lots. And it'll get better and better and better and better. And put some measures in place on that. You could be using your time really well for something like that. Another thing that people don't do enough in their downtime is think about what they're going to eat. They do not think about what's happening tomorrow. Yeah. And then suddenly tomorrow comes. Why Why do you eat something <laughs> bad for lunch? Because I wasn't prepared. Because I was yeah. rushed. Because I was late. Okay. What were you doing yesterday? And this is, this is a typical thing we see sort of earlier on in the week is that people are unorganized. Well, yeah. what were you doing the whole weekend? Yeah. Oh, I was on the couch. I was watching this. Like, you've got that downtime. Yeah. and. No Be- list. I've got. Look, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be eating these things. Put a menu together. Put a little menu so together. So you know what to buy, Absolutely. and you know what you're gonna make every week. In fact, we do this at our house anyway. Yeah. And and my kids will come home every day. What's for dinner? And they just. I say, oh yeah, we planned this already out all week, so you we've know. got all the food stuffs in the house. Yeah. We know what we have to get on Wednesday if we're gonna do Thursday. Exactly. And what it what that actually leads to as well. And I know this might sound like another level for people, but we do want you to perform optimally, and we do want you to to live healthily. So there's certain things that you can do. But if you know what you're going to eat and you know what you're going to cook, then you buy the food to do that and no extra. 
So there's no other stuff lying around the house. So And there's no additional, whether it's good food or bad food, there's no additional food kicking around. You've bought enough for your meals. And, yeah. and, you know, and these are the things that we should be looking to do in our downtime on the weekend, prepare for this kind of stuff. I, I think you know, it's good for people to sit and watch TV. A lot of people find it educational, find it relaxing. Why don't you do that sat in squat? So there you go. Why don't you watch your program? Even if it's only that five to ten seconds at a time, why don't you watch a program like that? So there's, there is a load of small things. People use foam rollers. People use, I, I use a lot the trigger point therapy kit. I find that really good. I can do that in front of the TV or I can do that just laid in the lounge talking to my wife or when she's talking to me somewhere, <laughs> somewhere around wherever that happens. But there, there are a lot of little things that, that you can be doing, thinking about what's coming up yeah. and, and preparing for that. Another quick one, Marcus, is uh, someone who's doing lifts and they say their joints creak. Does is that a sign that they're lifting too much? It wouldn't be. Uh, it would be difficult to say that they're lifting too much without knowing how they're moving. Movement pattern first. What stress has been putting on put on your joints? A lot of people will have bad knees. Why? Because they're carrying too much weight above. Uh, okay. Secondly, they could be just moving very badly. If you are having creaking joints and you can hear them creaking, you need to do something about it yeah. because that's they're not supposed to be making that noise. Sometimes when you get up, you hear a bit of oh, "I'm old now" and you that cracks or yeah. something like that. But it's not, you know, if you're lifting weights and that's happening often, you need to check that out. Just get yeah. someone to have a look how you move. Well, you know what? As as Sean and Shereen would have would have said in the first hour of the program this yeah. evening, this is the kind of thing that they can easily check out in the yeah. doctor's office. This yeah. doesn't require, for, you know, for the for the basics, it doesn't require yeah. an MRI, doesn't require no. any ultrasounds, no. just by, with knees, just by yeah. manipulating your knee, they yeah. can feel what's going on well, there. Just, just by asking someone to squat down. Yeah. You can see if it's going the wrong way, and doctors can see what's wrong. That's what they're trained to do. Just be a little bit careful what they tell you. Marcus, we've run out of time once again. That's the way we go. <laughs> it's always a lot of fun. And good questions, and we do yeah. appreciate the questions. Keep the questions coming in. Winning at interfight.com and nightline at dubaii1038.ae. And we get to all of them. So send them in. We respond yep. to everything. If you've got a question about your fitness regime, exercises, putting it all together, motivation, etc., get them to us, and we'll uh, give, it a, give it a go. We'll try and give you the best answer we can. Talk to you again soon.